Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about a biography of beech trees. I am a student of beech trees. Beech trees are remarkable creatures. A large beech tree is one of the biggest living beings on Earth. One tree can weigh 30 tons. Its leaves can shade 2,000 square yards of ground. Its twigs and branches, laid end-to-end, can extend 10 miles. And it is a mighty conduit for moisture exchange, because each year it can pump several tons of water from its roots out through its leaves into the air. And those 100,000 leaves on each tree release nourishing potash into the soil when they fall to the ground each autumn and decompose The scientific name for beech is phagus, a Greek word meaning to eat. The buds and young leaves can be eaten in salads and soups. The nuts are roasted and ground into flour for breads and pancakes. Beech nuts are also a significant source of cooking oil, since they contain 20 to 50 percent oil. When agriculture replaced wild gathering as our primary source of food, Beech nuts, or mast, continued to feed foraging livestock like pigs and turkeys. The wood of the beech tree is hard and dense and has one of the highest BTU contents of all of our hardwoods, making it an important heating source. The wood is short-grained and brittle, however, and unsuitable for construction of buildings. But it is ideal for furniture, tool handles, parquet flooring, and bowls, where strength and durability are required. Fagus americanus, our native beech, lives all around us and is easy to identify. Look for the smooth, light gray bark. The leaves, which are the size of German shepherd ears, are pointed at each end and toothed along the edges. The leaf veins run straight and parallel to each other, like lines in a notebook. The lower branches of beech trees often hang onto their tan, papery leaves through the winter, which make rustling sounds in the wind or when struck by sleet. To watch a beech leaf being born is a meditation in itself. Beech buds are like tiny cocoons, covered in coppery scales with sharp points at the tips. As the cocoon bud grows, it elongates till a little bit of pale green extrudes from the tip. Then, suddenly, a little bunch of leaves bursts out. Each leaf is folded into dozens of perfect tiny pleats, and the top of each leaf is covered in fine green hairs. During the rest of the season, the leaf grows from soft, pale, and tender to smooth, firm, and shiny, to stiff, thin, and coppery, fading to pale tan as winter progresses. When I began studying the runes, I became even more interested in beech trees because I learned that, traditionally, the runes were carved on staves or sticks made of beech wood. When literacy began spreading throughout Europe, the German word for alphabet became Buchstaben, which means beach staves. 
In fact, throughout all of the Germanic language groups, including English, the word for book is derived from the word buche, which means beech. So, beech was the book tree, the one that recorded the words of wisdom. I wonder also if the straight parallel lines of the veins of beech leaves might have suggested a template for writing rune rows or inscriptions. We know from ancient rune carvings on stone that rune inscriptions were written in rows between parallel lines, reminiscent of the beech leaves' vein lines, and each beech leaf could have been a page in a book. Why did the ancients identify the beech with wisdom? For early societies in northern latitudes, the beech was the tree of life. It fed people, it warmed them, and gave them materials with which to construct their world. With this power to support life, the beech was connected to the deep wisdom of the earth and the mystery of life, making it the tree of knowledge as well. And so, hail to the beech, tree of life, and tree of knowledge. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley. <laughs>